a happy Monday and a sunny one at that. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia on May Day, Met Gala Day, and of course, just another day with the one and only Lori and Julia. So much on this day in 1987, I got married to my first husband, and on this day in 1967, Elvis and Priscilla got married. They did, hey. and then they had to they... do a press conference after they got married. <laughs> <laughs> do you know where they got married? Uh, the um, flamingo, Aladdin, the Aladdin, oh, yes, yeah, nice. where the planet Hollywood is. Now. I found that for you because I'm like, yeah, she'd want to know. So you did on this? What a beautiful day at the Springdale Manor, and I got married there. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Several years, years later, later. ninety two. Yes, at the same place, and then seventy Hansen ended up getting married there too. <laughs> so weird, so weird. No, it was uh, it rained, sprinkled on on my, and it was a Friday. Oh, and I remember my mom telling me it's. Blessings from heaven to have rain on the wedding day, but it really spelled doom. <laughs> it's so funny. People have so many funny sayings depending on just how to make yeah. it work for you for the day. Right, right. How's everyone's weekend? Oh, God. I mean, my weekend claim to fame is an odd one. What? It, I hyperventilated in a car. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm driving to Duluth. Wanted to go spend the weekend with my daddy O yeah. and... Just past Barnum, people who drive up to Duluth know, right past Barnum, right, right, like right after you pass Midway Road, there is this notorious... You act like we all know this exact spot. Well, a lot of people go up to Duluth mm-hmm. and they know, but it this huge fog bank rolled in. And I've been, I've had to go through fog. I mean, it's kind of can be a Duluth uh, thing. Yes. But the fog was so heavy, I couldn't see the front of my car. That's it heavy. was like driving in the dark. That's heavy. I mean, with no lights, I couldn't see a thing. And I'm like, <gasps> I mean, I'm because I want to pull over, but don't pull over. Someone could, could hit you from behind. Could hit you from behind. Just keep driving and hope I don't run into anybody. I couldn't. I, I've never been that <laughs> afraid in my car, oh. in my life, even oh. in snowstorms, in ice, doing the white knuckle, it was so eerie. So, did you? How did you follow the road? I didn't know if I was following the yeah. road, Julia. I just trusted that my car makes the sound when you go over the line. Oh, that's ah, right. You have one call. of the newer cars. Okay, yeah, that has that thing. And one guy barreled past me right i'm like what does he have like x-ray vision or oh. something but i was a little bit grateful because then for a second i saw his taillights so you, you were going in the right direction i was oh, going in but you know as you go into duluth and after you pass spirit mountain there's a the road very much curves right and if you were to keep going you would be going off the road but luckily right right as that dip down the fog kind of lifted, but I mean, I was sweating profusely. Oh, I was hyperventilating. <laughs> I was, I was just like, I'm gonna have to call my dad and tell him I can't, I can't go any further. <laughs> I can't wrong. drive. It was really quite frightening. Anyone who drove up got caught, and it was just that that just had never happened to me. It was absolutely petrifyingly scary. I remember, like way back in the day, driving to go skiing in the UP. 
Um, in the where sp- they got 24 inches of snow this weekend. Did they this uh-huh. week? 24 oh, inches of they snow. They have all the snow there uh-huh. because people go there to snowmobile uh-huh. now and all these other things. Uh-huh. And we drove with the door open so we could see, see the, the line. Oh, oh my God. gosh. Okay, that's scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done the trip to the Rockies through a blizzard before. Yeah. That's never fun, you know. You yeah. just feel like it's late oh. in the season. I'm that sweating be- just thinking about it. It was <laughs> crazy. There's snow in Duluth still. Oh. You know, yeah. it was freezing cold in Duluth. Oh, it my was, gosh. Yeah. They're really, my uncle around me is like, I can't watch any more TV. I need to sit in the sun. Oh, isn't that the truth? I know. I just, just. Today I was, when I opened the shades, I'm like, oh, there sun, it is. There it is. Blue mm-hmm. skies over yonder. How about you guys? Do you have a weekend claim to fame? Anything? We had um, Jeff's brother and sister-in-law, or my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, over for hockey to watch that really fun game on Friday night. That'd be the wild. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Was that... super. We had fun, though. It yeah. was a fun night. But then um, watched another hockey game. This I felt like a lot of hockey was the in crack, my Did you watch the Kraken no. last night? No. Let's give them no, a round of applause. Pickleball. Oh. So pickleball, you know, visit my kid. It was nice. It was a nice weekend. Yeah. But nothing... Yeah. Nothing standing out. Well, you know, just a, just, just having fun. Yeah, I had a good uh, weekend in in the sense that I saw my parents for the first time oh, in about four months because they're, they're back from Florida. And get this, when I came home last night, I went over to their house and Dad had a meatloaf ready for me to go. But my mom was watching Carol Burnett on PBS, mm-hmm. and she, you know, we were watching some of the old skits and you know from the actual show, and she just got so excited to tell me about you know the 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 90th birthday party that we talked about yes. last week, and then all of a sudden it replayed again last oh, night at did? 6 p.m. Nice. So I so I sat with my mom and dad and watched that whole thing, which I didn't watch it in its entirety when it was on last week, but. Just to see my mom like cracking up and being nostalgic, and I was laughing with her. But the Timothy, what's his name, Tim, Tim uh, Conway, Tim, Tim Conway, Conway. amazing. Oh, we were talking about the dentist skit. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Tim Conway was just hysterical. But it was just a fun moment to see my parents hang out and then tie it all back in with Carol Burnett, which was so tied into this show last week. Yes. I thought you guys would appreciate that. We didn't watch anything but Carol Burnett last night. Nice. So. They yeah. must have been so happy to see you. Oh, it, the, we one were both. We, yes, um, the one and only. The one and only. Julia, someone uh, tweeted. To us yes thought of you today julia process is being made but more work to do please pass this along to your listeners they get you and this was in the star tribune minnesota there's more than 800 organizations that collect roadside rubbish and they're looking for more people <laughs> to help okay can i tell you this, that was, i didn't want to say this because i'm not allowed to talk about my obsession with the garbage well it is but it is a bit odd I, if you i'm going to post it on instagram but kind of my weekend claim to flame is i knew there had to be one more no. than the one you gave us well, I, didn't, I didn't really want to tell you i did this because you guys don't I, i've did you I, stop I and get out? up i my friend ended up seeing me, but on Bailey Road, um, when you get off the freeway to go, it just drove me crazy looking. At the, I'm really, it's, Jeff, we're driving yesterday. Don't look. Just don't look at the side <laughs> of the road. Just don't. He wants me to have like horse blinders on. Mm-hmm. Focus on the road. But in some areas of our town, because of COVID and the wind, and I swear to God, there's less garbage cans. I really, really do. Because places you would think would be a garbage can, there aren't any. I, the back, I filled up a whole garbage bin and I left the bags on Bailey Road and then I went back and collected them. But I felt so good. I got good. so much trash. And I'm, how do people sign up? Because I would sign up for this. 
I uh, just you go to the Star Tribune. I don't have a website. Okay. Minnesota groups urge to adopt a highway, like the Lions organization yes. did one sixty nine okay. this weekend, and so there are. Um, I got it. They need more people. They do, especially if you have seen like between and Bloomington. It it really reminds you of being in a different city back when they didn't collect trash. It's really bad in some areas. I have rubbish aphasia. I don't even oh. notice the trash. Oh, I don't even notice it. I'm oh. just driving along. Oh, of course I couldn't have seen it Friday you night. You could have seen it. That's it. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Yes, that was uh, one of our listeners, so that was very nice. All right, uh, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Hammernecks Flooring Solutions, Flooring Superstores, one on the west side of town and one in the east side of town in St. Paul. And, you know, if you have... um, Recently put in carpet or worked with Hammernix, you know what great service they have, what a great team they have, that they have designers on staff to help you either commercial or residential fit within your budget. Find the right flooring needs for you, but the new carpets, carpeting technology is so advanced, you don't have to freak out if you spill a glass of red wine. The new flooring, um, you know, the waterproof flooring, and that you don't that have to freak. You, and that you don't have to worry about people denting it with their heels. Yes, or just freak. It's such a nice feeling yeah. to have. They're such a great company. They give a 12% upfront discount on all in-stock flooring. All their installers are part of their business. You don't have to go find someone. They take care of you. You'll love Hammernicks. Tell them Lori and Julia sent you. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, it is Monday. It's the Oscar of Fashion Nights, the Met Gala. The red carpet on E starts at 5 o'clock, our time. Yes. And um, hopefully Laverne Cox will not be asking people, what is the story your dress is telling me? Because everybody <laughs> is wearing something Karl Lagerfeld. From right. One of, you know, so that right. is, hopefully this is the time that they steer her to a new question. I hope so. What, what, you know, like, uh, why did you decide on this vintage or tell us about this dress? Is it a Fendi? Is it about, you know, because he designed not just for Chanel. So we'll see. Anyway, um, the Chubbly King Chuck's coronation is happening on Saturday. My mom, I talked to her, she goes, before your brother left for New Orleans, I had him set up my DVR. I didn't know where. It's on at two in the morning. I said, well, mom, they are ahead. Like eight hours from the right, West Coast. Right. And um, so but I can hear her saying that because I was just with her in the airport. Yes. So I can understand from a technical standpoint that she would need that set up in advance. She wanted the yes, set up in advance. Yes. She said, I'm not going to. Totally yeah. Um, and and uh, um, Charles is or King Chuck. Uh, he is not having good feedback from the public there were several uh football games this weekend and people were chanting not my king and doing a song because apparently he would like every british subject and every commonwealth subject to publicly recite their allegiance to the king and it used to just be um people of the monarchy and royal families around the world now he wants it to be everyone and what a foolish man he's uh, turning out to be. I mean, he's super smart in all of his chemistry stuff and all of his save the earth stuff, but he's so dumb in, in basic public relations. It, yeah, he he's Buckingham Palace is not doing Chuck 
and Camilla any favors. I know. And I don't know if, yes, the monarchy feels old and outdated. It felt better with a queen instead of a king, maybe. I don't well, know. It was know. just because Queen Elizabeth well, was, was so long she on was the right, throne. But I yeah. was just thinking if there would have been someone else to crown as a queen coming. It, it just feels wrong. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And, and now the palace is making a big deal about how the Chubley will be so diverse, how they've invited people of all faiths. They're, uh, a guy from a Hindu is reading from the Bible. They're singing hymns in English, Welsh, Scottish, Gaelic, and Irish. And yet, you know, he's. They've been so unwelcoming to Harry's wife and his children, which, you know, is just you can't make sense of it. And uh, he's uh, the fake glory. It does feel fake. The latest cover of the New New Yorker uh, has, um, you know, Prince Charles sitting on a big throne. And I'm trying to figure out when Buckingham Palace is going to somehow blame Harry and Meghan uh, for this cartoon Character. figure on the front of the New York. At least his ears aren't bigger than his shoulders. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he has the biggest ears in the world. And apparently the Chubbly now is about $250 million. Oh, I heard 125 this morning. It's doubled. It's doubled. It's doubled in the last they, four hours. Yeah, $250 million. And the British people are in kind of a bad way. There have been several Canadian lawmakers who said they are not swearing allegiance. Now there's rumbling that New Zealand and Australia would like to leave wow. the Commonwealth. And, of course, there's already been island nations that left the Commonwealth after Meghan was treated so shabbily when she looks like half the people in the Commonwealth. So uh, some funny things. Um, I don't know if we have the audio. No, unfortunately, my Twitter, I can't even get access to my Twitter account right now. I apologize. Yeah, Elon's doing something. I can't get anything. I I can't get in my Twitter right now. Well... James Longmore uh, for GMA and uh, reported on what Diane, Princess Diana's personal secretary is saying. And Princess Diana's shadow is very much looming over the coronation because, of course, he's marrying the woman. That- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week, Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He had an affair with uh, right. all those years. And so there's a lot of talk about um, 
her personal secretary was just like, you know, this is a, we'll see if they can do a balancing act on this, but people very much are either team Diana right, or team King Charles and more people are Diana, you know, the people's princess. Isn't that I mean, she died in 1998. I know. Um, or I think that's right. Um, isn't that the year? Somewhere Maybe ninety seven. Maybe ninety seven. Maybe ninety seven. But it, it was so long ago, and that she still has that much power. I I just think he is so disliked. He is disliked, and Camilla is very much. I I like apparent. Apparently, she's the only one wearing a tiara. She's not letting any of the other royal family members not even wear Kate? a tiara. Tiara. Supposedly, she's wearing a crown of flowers, like a. Little flower girl. This thing, yeah, and and I think okay, we've got the audio. Okay. Good morning, Michael. Charles and Camilla are firmly in the spotlight, but there are a lot of people who still think a lot about Diana, and this coronation has got them thinking about her even more. This morning, Princess Diana's personal secretary of eight years, Patrick Jefferson, speaking out ahead of the coronation of King Charles III. He's penned an essay in the Daily Mail on the shadow and legacy of the Princess of Wales. Jefferson, who first met the king in 1980 when serving in the Royal Navy, and then again years later when he served as Diana's military aide, recalls Charles cared so much about Diana to check for himself that I'd probably do an okay job. This was a different prince, friendly enough, but all business and visibly preoccupied with something doubtless far more important than me. His words are foil to the efforts the palace is making to solidify Camilla's place as queen. Jefferson writing that while Diana took a path that led only to a mirage of freedom and ultimate tragedy, Charles's biggest objective was the transformation of Camilla Parker Bowles from guilty secret into the anointed queen of the United Kingdom. If Diana was alive today and the marriage had been successful, this would be a major television event because Diana at the age of 61, 62 would still be this incredibly glamorous Jackie O figure. If Diana was being crowned as well, everybody in the world would be watching. News of Charles and Camilla's affair rocked the monarchy and made them wildly unpopular. Since then, Jefferson writes, an honest account of Camilla's extraordinary ascent would acknowledge that Camilla's actual status in the king's past and in the country's future was cloaked behind a long succession of creative palace statements. Since their marriage in 2005, their images have been carefully rehabilitated. The queen even giving her blessing before she passed that Camilla be known as queen consort. But Jefferson notes, not everyone is convinced. For many loyal monarchists, all this rejoicing, with its tinge of triumphalism, may still feel slightly unsettling. A romance that conquers everything in its path is bound to stir some misgivings. The palace take is that Charles and Camilla share an enduring love story, but that's not a take that everybody agrees with. Guys, that's all pretty right, lightly, James Longman. And the story, the just like at uh, Queen Elizabeth's funeral, they're saying that. Prince Harry will not be allowed to wear his military uniform. I know, I said, this is just dumb. which he served two tours of duty in Afghanistan, and also when he was the only one in a beautiful suit at the Queen's funeral, he's the one who looked like a king, and everybody else. Do you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. looked like the spare looked like the king. So I'm like, get out with your petty selves. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. I think if I was here, I'd say, Megan, I don't care what you think. You got to show up for me on this one. It's the optics. It would help my dad. I know he's been a dad. I mean, I would, all of them. He's going to just spend one say, day. He's flying right back for a Dad, you're being a biggest stink. You've got to sit. I mean, he is really throwing it all. And <sighs> I'm so not excited to watch. I know.
Hoo-hoo, we used to love this. I know, but it's, it's Chuck. I can't get excited for him. <laughs> Boo-hoo. All right, we're going right. to take a quick, quick break, and we'll be right back. Lori and Julia here to talk divorce once again with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. The topic of timing comes up. Is there a right time to get divorced? It's so sad anyway, but does this concern other couples? People do ask me that question. Some people think, I'll wait till the kids are out of school and get their finals and it'll be summer. Or I get the opposite. They say, well, I want to get them back in school and they're in the routine. And so the timing tends to revolve around kids more often than not. And the reality is that for most people, it's simply a personal decision. The only time I say you need to move sooner rather than later is when you're concerned about physical safety of anyone in the family or you're concerned the other side may be depleting money. If timing is something that people are worried about, will you be able to address that in the free one-hour consultation? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, during the consultation, when you're getting more facts about each specific case, that's when you can decide whether or not the timing really is a priority in that particular matter. For your free one-hour divorce consultation, call Tressler Family Law. Find them online at trustlerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Okay, ladies, we have a very special guest for you. We've decided we can't ignore it any longer. The M word, the PM word, perimenopause, menopause. And and funny enough, um, on GMA today, they put a spotlight on menopause in the 815 hour. There's a new book called The Hot and Bothered Out because people just don't talk about menopause, perimenopause the way we do many other things. So, Melanie... Beasley is joining us from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. She's a registered dietitian, and um, people might recognize nice your you. voice That's from Saturday right. mornings. Maybe so. Maybe mm-hmm. so. And it really is one of the things I was str- struck at watching the GMA thing is that um, people like Julia and I, like I think perimenopause. I realized that I was about forty eight. And I felt like I woke up and I had Panye de Amour on the side. I had back <laughs> fat. Side fat. No and, one likes that guy. Like, Where did that come from? And then I was having trouble sleeping. And at the time, we, we knew somebody that ran the menopause center, which is now motherhood to menopause. And I went in right away. Julia, Waited. four years younger, but she suffered through so, like three years of symptoms and didn't do anything. Hardcore. And then I, we both have realized we've had, you know, people, they're like, we don't know who to talk to. It's not like our doctors really talk about it. It is, why is that, Melanie? Well, I is think it a lot women? of it is, we assume it's natural, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's natural to be suffering, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's not. It's not a necessary condition that we have to suffer through menopause. And is that for most women, would you say perimenopause, which is all the symptoms leading to menopause, which is menopause is just technically one year to the day of your last period. Yes. Okay. So the perimenopause that can start for women is usually average about 45, maybe some women younger. You know, it really, it really varies. I was just talking to someone who, you know, had early onset menopause at 38. Wow. Okay. And so it, it really depends, but I would say mostly what you're saying is Mm -hmm. the general rule. And how would you know you were in perimenopause? What are our symptoms? I would say your symptoms can be anything from, you know, unusual menstruation cycles to you start hot flashing, maybe some moodiness, maybe a little estrogen symptoms of adult acne. Thinning hair, maybe. Sometimes thinning hair. Yeah. Um, the middle, the middle gut starts. Yes. The pond. What the, happens? What happened? Right. It was like came right. out overnight, the fat. Yeah. You have a friend. 
and um, mm-hmm. and it begins to grow, and you think, why is it always at my belly? Is, is that can happen? Is perimenopause like the similar side of going into puberty, but on the other side of it? That's a really good way to say it. It is, yes. Okay. Except I feel like it hits us harder. harder. Oh, yeah, brutal. And I feel a lot of women just are frustrated in there, and they and women don't talk about it. Circling back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. they don't talk about it because they feel like well, I'm just hot or I'm just miserable or I just have some acne. And they're about the business of raising teenagers, usually at that mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. That's consuming. Mm-hmm. And then they're about the business of trying to have their career. Right. And Michelle Obama just talked about it on her podcast last week. <laughs> she she did. It's across She's, the board. Everybody's suffering. She just said, you know, no one ever talked to me about it. I didn't know anything about it. I was just suffering. I was like so hot and I couldn't sleep and I was cranky. Yeah. I mean, I only knew my mother was going through it because the Suddenly, the air conditioning was on in January. I love it. And she was irritable. Right. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so, it was called the change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so do you, okay, so on Nutritional Weight and Wellness, you guys are on every Saturday morning. You've got locations around the Twin Cities, and you see special clients, and you have classes, and you do all these wonderful things in the Twin Cities area. When you start talking about menopause and perimenopause, do you talk about it from a nutrition base, like things you can do? Or 100%. how do you address that? So what would be kind of... If people are suffering from these symptoms, are there some kind of basic nutritional things that people should be starting to think about? You know, menopause is kind of that condition where everything that you've done in your youth comes to rest on you, right? Comes to roost. And so all of a sudden, women say, okay, I'm really miserable. And so what we do at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is we say, there's a lot that you have control over. Yes, you're going to go through menopause. That's natural. But you can go through it with ease, grace, vitality. And it's a lot of what you do moving forward. What you put in your body makes a huge, huge difference. Women love us by the time they're done with us. Yeah. <laughs> and we posted um, Nutritional Weight and Wellness, the website, um, to our show page. And there is a special for my talk listeners for the online menopause solutions class. And just use the discount code MYTALK and you'll get $50 off the class to sign up by May 5th. Yeah, it's yeah, a great deal. Good. So what are some of the basic foods that suddenly, or cocktails or whatever, that everything used to be okay, but suddenly <laughs> this really starts affect you, affecting you if you are in perimenopause? Well, I'm going to pick on this, and everyone wants to poke me in the eye when I first start saying it, but it's the wine, crackers, and cheese. Okay. We think that's a meal mm-hmm. at night. It is not a meal. And so if we can get women to start eating much more protein than they think they should be eating. It's almost always a surprise to them how much we should be eating. And then combine it with lots of green vegetables that grow above the earth. You know, not your potatoes, not your beets, but the healthy green vegetables. Mm -hmm. The cruciferous vegetables are huge because they help bind with that toxic estrogen. So the stinky ones, you know, when you cook and and your kitchen gets stinky. Broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts arugula kale mm-hmm. all of those and, and then what are they combined with you said something they combine with your what they kind of help bind they bind with toxic estrogens so we have natural estrogen that we're supposed to be producing but it's almost the toxic excess estrogen that we're getting from other exposures and blood sugar balance problems that's causing the problem and the misery oh 
Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess I, it's I what guess we it put does. on our skin. Yeah. It's the chemicals that we use. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the processed foods that we're eating. It's the wine at night to help us relax. What if it's just vodka? Are you better off? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to ask that. That's for everyone listening. Yeah. No. How about like eating yams or sweet potatoes? Is that a good thing or not not necessarily? It's just you want to combine it with that healthy protein. You You want to have have healthy fat. You've got to have healthy fat. And you've got to have the fiber and the vegetables and the cruciferous vegetables. And when you combine that, it's magic. Suddenly the hot flashes are less or gone. Suddenly you start, the mood is improved. You're making neurotransmitters. Your skin looks better. You're not as dry. The middle gut begins to go away. Mm-hmm. It, it's magic. And the foggy it, thinking or, you the know. The brain fog. That's a huge problem. And how about problem. your mood? Like a, a little miss and across oh, your mood was I was so, so bitchy. I oh can't even tell God. you. For three years. Nightmare. Just, Nightmare. Was, I almost I quit. In, I come in. <laughs> me too. Yeah, no, I know. We, you really <laughs> it were. It was so hard. It was very well, hard when on you're your miserable. Mood. I just it, it just be myself. It, it, you can't. Yeah. Misery is a really difficult situation to try to live your life through. And so the goal is decrease the misery. And you can't, I always say, you can't build a brick wall with Skittles. You have to have what <laughs> you, you can't. Need. You can't. It. Darn it. Slippery. So mm-hmm. what we want to do is we want to give the body what it needs. And the body can perform the way it's supposed to perform. I don't know why we think that we can continue to feed it nothing Mm -hmm. of value and think we're going to have a valuable, vital body. We can't. Melanie, when, when are like our medical practitioners, our doctors, when, when are they going to, I, I always felt like I was just reaching in the dark with any doctors that I had about what to do and we went to what was called the menopause center and I was motherhood to menopause for, cause I just went right to hormone because I didn't have any breast cancer in my family or anything not to do that. Hormone but, replacement. Yeah. Hormone replacement. And Dr. Jen Ashton said that when that, and it, it was like 20 years ago, that big hormone study came out and it was like, Oh, hormone is a dirty word right. for women. And she said it really set women back when that study came out we don't use premarin or horse urine right. you know mm-hmm. the pregnant mare urine that we used to do she said it really is she said we have to doctors have to catch up to what's going on i think i think they're about the business of what they know uh-huh and that's not a huge focus and so we have to be our own advocates and we have to take care of our bodies and we have to pursue we are our body's best doctor Mm-hmm. And when you know you're miserable, you've got to go do something about mm-hmm. it. But my scope is food. And mm-hmm. what are we fueling our body with? And are we balancing our blood sugar? Because when we're eating, you're miserable. So what do we reach for? You reach for those comfort foods. Yes. Sure. Crackers. Sure. Pastry, a donut yes. now and then. A muffin for the love sugar, of Sugar, salt, and booze. Sugar, salt, and <laughs> booze. And the blood sugar goes up. Yeah. This is where we create estrogen dominance. This is where we create hormone flux. And then it crashes, and this is where we hot flash, and this mm-hmm. is where we're irritable, and this is where we're miserable. So what do we do? We comfort ourselves with those processed carbs, or a coffee, or a mocha, or a something. A, mm-hmm. Can we not a vodka. coffee? <laughs> well, it's fine, yeah. but it has to be in balance, and it can't sure. be our source of energy. Great, yes. Right? Or it can't be on an empty stomach. Have you noticed, if you're just joining us, we're with um, Melanie Beasley. You might recognize the voice. She is one of... 
people that do the nutritional weight and wellness um, show every Saturday morning for as long as I feel like we've been on the yeah. air. Mm-hmm. At least 20 years, I feel like. Yeah, it started mm-hmm. with Dark Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, also, we've linked up to the nutritional weight and wellness website. Have you noticed with food costs... You know, going so crazy lately that people are trying to make some different choices as far as how they're eating healthy. Yes. And some of it is they're leaning towards the cheap, crappity crap crap, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is not what I'm encouraging. But if you start trimming out the processed stuff that doesn't do a body good, that has its nutrient void, and you start really focusing on what we call real food, which... I say, if you can't name the plant you pluck it from or the mother it came from, don't eat it. Yes, you <laughs> trim out one. there's no cracker yes. bush or fruit loop tree. So you trim out that stuff. I found one. You, <laughs> <laughs> you can afford to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about, um, you know, um, the proteins. Here, let's take oh, a break. Let's take a break. And if people have it, questions, yes, too. We can have people call in at 651-641. And we might not have you 1071. on. 1071. And Grant will just write the question down. And would you be willing to do that? Sure. Okay, great. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX. And it works. And um, summer is happening the summer slide is real and maybe you have been you know having your kids go to tour tutoring or summer school um, over the past years and if that has never worked which it's hard to work when you aren't getting to the root cause of the problem that's like what we're talking about here with our body and yes you know imagine being so stuck yes you just can't process or you can't retain anything and and learning rx works i mean when people go through their reading program it's scientific based it works they retain it it sticks with you it's wonderful we just love hearing how it changes the trajectory of children's lives after they go through learning rx let that be your experience call them today for your one-hour assessment mention Lori and julia and that is 50 percent off the number to call is 952-949-6900 that's learning rx Melanie Beasley from Nutritional Weight and Wellness is with us. She's a uh, um, RD registered dietitian, and we're talking perimenopause and menopause. If you have any questions that she might be able to answer, you're going to give it a try. Six five one six four one one zero seven one, and we do have a question for you. It's from Melanie, and she is on a hormone blocker. Becky, yeah, Becky. Thank you, Melanie's you. That's yeah. me. Um, and she has noticed that she has five pounds up, five pounds down, five pounds up, five pounds down, and can never balance it out. What, balance it out. What is that when you keep losing, gaining, losing, gaining? It's usually because something needs a little tweaking. So it may be you need to increase your protein and decrease the concentrated carbs. You know, the starches, the grains, the fruit. We love our fruit. We love our grain. That's what we all reach for. And so if, if you just start tweaky that back to it's only a half a cup at a meal or a snack and it's always combined with protein and healthy fat sometimes that's the magic so really when you eat fruit because it is such a sugar-based um natural sugars you do have to combine it with protein you do and i usually ask my clients to eat it last because you already have eat the protein last eat the fruit or the starch last because that'll slow that blood sugar rise and once that insulin kicks in, when your blood sugar goes up, insulin puts body fat on. Mm-hmm. So we do, you know, we do, quote unquote, really well. And then all of a sudden we're like, what in the world? A lot of times it is the weekend fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so we have you lower, lo- can you lower yourself one day instead of two? Is that how it should be? <laughs> 
Well, I usually give my clients um, one meal every couple of weeks. Okay. Oh, you're so nice. I'm mm-hmm. not coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you, you know, we swap you. We swap you, this for that. You want results. Exactly. Um, so when you're talking like a lot of, of um, protein in a day, are we taking a... 50 grams, um, 20 well, grams. Well, usually I don't we even just know say, you know, even measuring grams, I can make a girl crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I recommend a good four ounces at every meal of cooked animal protein. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple eggs and I had um, six little sausages, grass fed sausages I had for breakfast. And that was good for me. And then for lunch, I had a five ounce, you know, patty of hamburger patty. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I'm not going to get the bun because I, I know too much. Yes. <laughs> the bun's exactly. been ruined for me. Yeah. And right. there's no bun tree. So I had it on a bowl of rice, you know, but cauli rice. Mama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you what kind of rice did you I have? put it on cauli rice with broccoli and, and some different things like that. Different right. things like that and put some healthy mayo over it and right. happy. Are I you, mean I'm not suffering. Are you pleased with beans as a source of protein? No. No. The problem is beans are great, mm-hmm. but they're the protein is more bound up with the amount of fiber. And so, and it's also not as bioavailable to our body and our bones mm-hmm. as we age as animal protein. So is it good? Yeah, it's it's good. It's got some great fiber in there. Yeah. But in order to get enough protein, you'd have to eat a lot yeah. of beans. You'd be too tooting all over the place. You, yeah. you really would. Even and they're not complete. Moved. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have all the amino acids. Mm-hmm. What are you, are you finding, because there was another study this morning, if you're just joining us, we're with Melanie Beasley from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We're talking perimenopause, menopause, food, health, just being generally aware of what we should be putting in our bodies and how important that is. But one of the big things that is happening now is Osempic is out there and all of these diet, you know, shots out there. Are you terrifying? Tell me why. As a, as it's te- a, well, I don't want to. I don't want to trash medications, but every medication you take in your body is going to have a side effect. Okay, your liver has to process it, and if our liver is responsible for helping break down fat and, and processing fat. So if we're so busy keeping our liver busy with processing medication, alcohol, chemicals, it can't be about the business of, of processing the fat. This is why people are developing fatty livers and non-alcoholic fatty livers, is there's such a medicinal load on our bodies right now. So these side effects, they come with a consequence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we can do it naturally mm-hmm. without a side effect. I know. I know the off-brand uh, thing for for Ozempic is just like, whoa. It is blows my mind because people go, oh, I'm just not hungry. And I'm like, well... You got to eat. You still have to. We're back to Skittles and a brick wall. You've got to nourish the body for the cells to turn over properly Mm -hmm. for us to be healthy. If our cells don't turn over properly, we're at risk for things like osteoporosis, cancer, Mm -hmm. hormone problems. Gaunt face. Gaunt face. No one wants that. Thin hair. (laughs) Falling out hair. Yes. That's one that, yeah. And and do men, do men like around the mid-40s also need to pay attention to what they are eating because they have their counterpart, which I don't really hear too much about, but andopause, if that's the right way. Well, yes, they can develop, you know, they can develop estrogen dominance just like women and that's going to affect prostate women get s testy men get esty is that yes what you're saying? yes okay 
And a lot about, you know, um, your joints and what is that word called when you have too much inflammation? Inflammation. Is, is a lot of the foods that we eat causing extra inflammation that you don't need. We are an inflammation nation. That's kind of what, yeah. It is, it is scary. We are one of the, we have the most available quality foods, but we have the highest inflammation of most countries. And it, the sadness is, is we can, this is fixable. Mm-hmm. This is fixable. And we have to sort of start demanding that these foods continue to stay pure and clean and healthy for us. Mm-hmm. What inflames? What's the, well, inflammation is just a big umbrella term okay. that means something's not right with your body. Okay. So you can have inflammation because you cut yourself shaving. Yeah. You can have inflammation because you didn't get enough sleep. You can have inflammation from medications or too much sugar and processed foods. Got it. So, Whenever, and I always say inflammation is like an army troop, right? You have all these troops. And if, if you've got so many of these troops and they're over here and they're fighting lack of sleep, so many troops are fighting a medication side, side effect. So many troops are fighting um, a surgery you've gone through. How many troops are left when a cancer cell comes along to fight for you mm-hmm. or, or to build bone or to have cell turnover, protect your thyroid? Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is gather the troops by lowering the inflammation in the body. And then you just feel like, oh, hello, me. Yeah. I used to be fun. Remember me? And so that's what real food nourishment does for the body. If you are interested in it, I know we are. Looking at you, I'm just like, yes, yes. You you guys are offering a special for my talk listeners for the online menopause solutions class. Just use register online and we've got the website posted. Use the discount code my talk and you'll get $50 off the class if you register by this Friday. Yeah, it's a fun class. I was one of the presenters, uh, my partner and I, Cara. Did it. We had a great time. We taught. We get in the nitty gritty class. Oh, no, no. It's a series. Five hour class. Five hours. Okay. And we get in the nitty gritty. We get in there and we talk about all things no one wants to talk about. Okay. Well, one of them is vaginal dryness because that has come up before here. Ah! Well, whatever. I mean, as women age, you know, that is an issue. And no one wants to talk about it. No. And you can, you can through food. Through food. Sometimes some key supplements. Right. hundred percent. You can provide some relief right because there's you know people don't talk about how it's painful it it can be itching it can be tearing it can it can decrease libido Mm -hmm. and so that's your quality of life right there Mm -hmm. so we want to get our quality of life back yeah i know i remember i had a um, doctor for 16 years don't even say it i know what she's tired she retired and she said to me she said lorene your vagina is aging very nicely. And I just said, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know. I was just like, well, you have seen it for 16 years up close and personal. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but but she did. She offered me, I said, Are you prescribing La Mer for my flower? And she said, Yeah, basically with estrus cream, you know. I said, but no one ever talks about this. So. No one talks about yeah, it. Yeah, well, we I'm talk about all things. About yes. You talk about we're talking about it here. Grant's learning all kinds of things he didn't know <laughs> That's about. That's true. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Nelly, we really appreciate you being yes. on. And yeah. um, there's a link to Nutritional Weight and Wellness on the Lori and Julia page. And again, there's 50% off the menopause class. $50. $50. $50. Oh, I'm sorry. $50. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, thank fun. you so much. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.